You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 140, Levels of Liberty for Mama. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? All right. Welcome back to another episode this week, and I'm feeling so much better. I'm so grateful for that. Uh, My voice is completely back. Well, I guess mostly it sounds like it is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so hopefully you could hear me talking last week as uh, my voice was pretty shot as I was doing my best to film an episode. So super glad to feel back. Uh, to feel back, to be back and being able to speak all the way. Uh, Total, because I am the hippie mama, right? Like I love all things natural. Somebody told me to gargle melaleuca water. It's disgusting, but that helped my throat clear up even quicker. And then put peppermint in your, I literally do one dot on my tongue and it would completely soothe my whole entire throat. It was amazing. Uh, I think last week on on my group coaching call, I went through, I don't know, maybe five lozenges just to try to coat my throat because it would dry up so much I couldn't even get my words out. So uh, I have been doing peppermint and my throat has been so relieved. So anyways, that's if you are into that kind of stuff. There you go. All right. So I wanted to let you guys know what is happening in February in Mama's Members. I have a system called Levels of Liberty that I teach in Mama's members. I have a whole YouTube video on it that I will link in the show notes, and there are podcast episodes about it. I really, really love it. If you want to really get me excited and talking, just bring up Levels of Liberty, and then good luck getting me to stop talking. Um, The basics of it, it is based off of Doctrine and Covenants 8210. I, the Lord, am bound when you do what I say, but when you do not what I say, ye have no promise. So if we are trying to be like our Savior, then shouldn't we try to parent like him too? God asks us to follow certain rules and guidelines, and we are blessed when we do it. The same idea goes for your home. Your children want blessings or liberties, right? And as they master different skills and habits, they can have those things. For me, it is such an easy way of when do I give my child this or how could I give them this? So many parents get stuck in this, like, when can I give them a phone or social media or going to friends' houses or whatever it is for your family? And this to me is an awesome format of knowing how to um, handle all of those things that come up. So often I see children who want the fun and the liberties without being willing to take the responsibility that comes with that. As an adult, we don't have a bedtime. And for the most part, we can just get up and go. We can eat when we want to eat and we can eat what we want to eat. We have a lot of freedom. That comes with a lot of responsibility that too often the kids don't see, right? They may see a mom or dad getting in a car and being able to just drive somewhere and think that's so unfair. I want to have a car and just be able to drive somewhere. But they may not see the car loan or that you have to pay for the car or they may not see the maintenance that comes with the car. Um gas, uh, different things like that, right? Little things that would 
need to be taken care of with a car so you can have that freedom and those liberties to be able to just drive and go and do the things that you want. So really being able to help teach your kids how to get that responsibility and how to master those skills without overwhelming them and making it really simple, line upon line, precept upon precept, so that they can start really mastering different skills. Um, All of this is just taught in Mama's Members. That's really fun. So go check that out. Well, in Mama's Members in February, we're going to do something really fun with this. The best teacher really is example, right? How often is it do what I say, not what I'm doing, but how often do our children repeat what we do? And have you ever found yourself struggling with a child and then realizing that the character traits that they have that you maybe drive you crazy or maybe some of your own, right? Um, and this can work good ways and against you. I have one darling friend who's so sweet. She's just the sweetest. And I love watching her children. They're just so sweet. And how can I help? And how can I do this? So it can totally work for you, right? And I want to work with that and uh, really being that great example. So I'm helping mamas create their own levels of liberty. This was inspired. This has been on my mind for a while. And this is inspired by a couple of things. And one of them was 75 Hard. And 75 Hard is a program where you have to follow it exactly for 75 days. And the type of person that you will become after these 75 days after you follow this program. So the things that you have to do is you have to follow a diet. So he does not care what your diet is. You want to eat um, vegan? Fantastic. Then that's your diet. You don't want to eat treats? Then that's your diet. Uh, When I did it, mine was making sure I ate three meals a day. Um, And just because I know one of my areas of weakness will be like, I'm just too busy to eat. And so for me, part of my diet was just making sure I was eating um, or whatever yours would be, right? Uh, My friend, I know she did one where she would only eat real food for 75 days, stuff like that. So just following a diet, working out twice a day for 45 minutes minimum of each. And one of the workouts needs to be outside. Uh, Let's see, drink four liters of water. I believe that's a gallon. Um, read 10 pages of nonfiction each day and take a progress picture each day. So I think the idea is pretty darn cool, but I think it is also a little unrealistic. Um, If you get sick, how are you supposed to work out two times a day if you are really sick? Uh, What if it is 10 degrees outside or even colder or blizzard or unsafe because it's so hot um, to have to be outside and those types of things? Um, How do you get all those workouts in? So I liked the idea, but I didn't like the idea that it had to be perfect. And um, there's an app you can download it. I I don't know. It's like three or five bucks or something like that. And you can track everything in there. And it was really great. And I made it to day 50. And I can't remember what I had going on, but I would have had to gone outside like nine or 10 o'clock at night to get in my second workout and go walk outside. And I just thought I'm out. There's like, I'm so exhausted this is not good for me anymore. So I liked the idea, but it didn't sit with me completely all the way. But then last year, I also did the creation coach certification with Brooke Snow. And in that we were given almost a full year to complete 200 days of different habits, like meditating, journaling, avoiding sugary drinks, tracking our sleep, and so on. Now, what I liked about that program, I mean, I liked everything about that program, but what I liked about this idea with it is that it gave me grace days. It gave me days of being off. Um, I don't know that I ever drink sugary drinks, 
but I know there definitely were days where I did not meditate or I did not journal or do something like that. And so that would just be a day that didn't count, but I was given so much time that it allowed for those days that were just a little bit off. So I want to combine the two ideas of these program and do my own. So this number is debatable, but it roughly takes about 60 days to form a newer, a new habit, right? So that is a number I'm going to use that we want to do 60 days to create a new habit, but we want days to have some grace days. So because 75 is a nice, easy number, we're going to have 75 days to complete 60 days of some habits. And this is great because you can use it within your own levels of liberty for your kids of the same idea with the, as they are trying to advance levels and, and build new habits of saying, Hey, you have 75 days to get hit 60 days, right? So that they can have an off day. They can have like something pops up and like, that's okay. It's just going to be one of my 15 bonus days I get. So the areas in where we are going to try to master are the levels of liberty are successful six. So those are financial, emotional, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. Um, let's see. So I want you to spend some time and think about what habits and skills do you want in those six different areas? Then think of what small habit would help you to get on that path. For example, Let's say you want to be in charge of your emotions and you don't want to yell anymore at your kids. Then what is one habit you could do now that would start you on that path, right? So we're not going to say like, don't yell at your kids for 60 days. We're going to say, no, I want to become that person who doesn't yell at my kids anymore. So what is one thing I'm missing now in my life to help me on that path, right? So if I'm going to do line upon line, precept upon precept, I'm okay that I'm just going to work towards the next step that I need to work on. So for you, maybe that is meditating, meditating every day, envisioning yourself being calm, telling yourself with affirmations, right? Like I'm an amazing parent. I'm an awesome mom. I am a calm mom. I, I, uh, whatever it is, right? I am patient, all those things. Maybe it would look like journaling each day. Sometimes um, it feels good to just get it out when you're frustrated in writing, right? Like my kids drive me bunkers and getting it all out on paper so that you kind of can go through that process of feeling those emotions, seeing what your thoughts are, getting it all out. So when you are with your kids, you can be more present because you've already done the work um, to work through any annoyances or irritations or things like that, right? So pick one thing that you can do to get uh, to take a step closer to becoming that person. Obviously, everyone is in a different place in their life and has different things that they are trying to create. But I wanted to give you some ideas for each category, right? And I want you to think about this in a different way. And I, this is Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. And I love the idea of switching it instead of just a goal, right? So instead of saying, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to become who do I want to become, right? So I want to become this person who is so healthy that obviously I'm 10 pounds lighter and I eat a certain way because I am a healthy person. So instead of like, I just want to lose 10 pounds because what happens? We set a goal, we hit the goal and then we're like, oh great, we did it. Now what? But instead, if I have my mindset switch to who do I want to become? I want to be a healthy person. I want to have a, be a person with lots of energy. I want to be that kind of person. Well, then what does that person do? So looking at it that way, like here's the end result that I want to create and what I, who and what I want to become. 
and then work backwards. And that's exactly what I do with levels of liberty with my kids, right? Of here are habits and skills I want them to master and then work backwards. Like, okay, great. Um, one of my kids with their finances wants to have 10,000 in the bank. And I was fun. I just watched my kid just hit 10,000 in the bank for him. So I was super excited. Um, but having this person that they want to become this person who knows how to save money. And so when they were 10, it wasn't like, okay, you need to have X amount of dollars in the bank by so many, like by this date and do all these things. Instead, it was creating little habits of, um, they always paid the Lord first and then paid themselves. So 10% to God, 10% to themselves. So they started getting into this habit of paying in themselves. Then they started tracking their finances and they realized, oh, I actually don't need, so if I make $100 and let's say I'm going to live off 80 of it, I don't need $80. What expenses do I really have? I can start putting 20 or 30% towards myself. So they started developing these habits to create wealth right? So kind of that same idea of who do you want to become? And I want to give you some ideas with each of the successful six, just to kind of get the ball rolling to get some ideas going. So financial. So these are some of the habits you could do. And you can totally think about what is, what is it that I'm trying to become? So instead of like, I want to pay off this credit card, thinking about I want to be a person who lives debt free, or something like that, right? So here are some ideas for each category. Financial track every expense. Um, this is so great. This is, I mean, you can do this. All of these start, um, copying each other, right? If you are tracking each ex expense, then all of a sudden tracking what you eat because you're a healthy person who is very aware of what they're eating, right? You can start seeing how, um, you can start being successful in all these different areas in your life. So if you are tracking, um, every expense, then you know where your money is, right? You start becoming in charge of your money because you know exactly where it went instead of at the end of the month going, huh, how do we not have enough money? And then when you track it, then all of a sudden you can see, oh, that's interesting. I spend, uh, my kids, they, I think all my kids have done this where they go through an eating out phase until they start really tracking their money and realizing how much money, like, Oh, I blew $150 last month on this. Like I don't feel great. It's affecting my bank account and all these types of things. Right. So tracking every expense, living off 80% of your income, so this is, like I said, I, we personally pay 10% to the Lord and then we pay 10% to ourselves. And, um, it is interesting. So if you're like, I cannot do 10% to myself, we are so strapped for cash. There is no way. And my husband always, cause he does finances for a living. He always challenges people. Can you do 1%? So, um, if you, I, I'm not going to do that math right off the top of my head. So, but just like, I can't save a hundred dollars a month. Like, can you save 50? No, that's too much. Can you save $10? No. Can you save $1 a month? Yeah, obviously I can save $1 a month. Fantastic. Start there. So if saying, um, living off 80% of your income seems like too much or too far, then you just need to come back a little bit, right? There's no right or wrong with that. Um, this one, is an idea if your bank account gives you anxiety or obviously your bank account cannot give you anxiety. It is your thoughts about your bank account that give you anxiety. But if you are tired of your bank account, the thoughts that come with it that create anxiety, then something you could do is just check it every day. Like I'm going to check it every day. Uh, I did this with getting on the scale where that number has no more power over me because I just wanted to get on every single day. And that power could, that scale could not affect my mood, what I thought about myself. So kind of the same idea of being willing to check your bank account every day to just realize it's just numbers, not a big deal. There's just numbers. Um, maybe it is for you to stick to a budget. 
of like, okay, I want to be a person who um, lives frugally. So I'm going to really stick to a budget because I usually go over in X category. Okay. So those are some ideas. Emotional, I just have a couple. And the two biggest ones, and they're probably because they're my two favorite ones, are journaling every day and meditating every day. And these can be so simple, right? Uh, Journaling can just be getting a few lines out. Um, Sometimes I need to pour my whole heart out. And sometimes I'm like, today's a pretty good day or yesterday was a really good day. And this is why. Um, But journaling is a really good one. But meditating, it can be so simple. It does not have to be um, this whole huge experience. It can be done as you're lying down in bed at night. Um, I'm a bather. And so I can do it in the tub. I can um, do it all the, like all these different places. If I'm sitting at a stoplight, I can meditate with my eyes open on a walk. I can meditate. And um, it doesn't always have to be sitting still, uh, having, being in that open position, all that, right? Like it can be something different. So you could set a goal of something with meditating five minutes a day or a minute a day or whatever it is of just trying to get into that habit of meditating. Um, I mean, goodness, even when you brush your teeth, right? If you're brushing your teeth for a while, like having some different meditations. Okay. Mental. I had some thoughts with mental. Um, if you already play an instrument, you could learn a new piece or just be willing to practice the instrument every day, right? Like I'm going to at least practice five minutes a day. Um, if you want to do something with reading, I'm going to read so many pages of a nonfiction book. Or maybe it's listening to books, if that's easier for you, or just even the habit like that you want to create somebody who does that. So in my kids mental, I actually include housework of learning how to take care of our home and make their beds and clean the room and do all those types of things. And so you could include that in yours, right? Something like making the bed each day. Or uh, if you have a habit of allowing the kitchen to just become overwhelming with too many dishes, like every night I'm going to make sure the kitchen's clean. When I go to bed, I will have that kitchen clean, whatever that is for you. So those are some fun things you can play around with mental. Uh, Physical. So you can do lots of different things with physical. You can do things with sleep right? You could just even track your sleep. I love that. I thought it was very interesting last year with the creation coach is that we didn't even have to sleep so many hours a night. We just tracked it. And it was very interesting to have that information to see like, oh, I stayed up till 11 o'clock and then I got up at 6 a.m. the next morning and I was super grumpy that next day. Like all of a sudden you start becoming this little scientist of like, interesting, if I um, don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm kind of grumpy or irritable. And so just even tracking your sleep, right? Maybe you had have a cutoff time of I am in bed by 11. If you like to stay up till midnight or one or something like that. Um, having a cutoff time for screens and lights, like, okay, at nine o'clock, I have screens cut off and went off. I, um, whatnot. I have my, in my phone, I have it switched to focus mode from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I can't get on social media, um, emails, anything like that, that a lot of my phone shuts down at seven, from 7 to 7. So that's really nice. Um, physical, you could also do a don't drink sugary drinks. I, I would like to keep a more of things to do. But that one was an easy one that I did with the creation coach that has been super easy to keep. I do drink protein drinks, but it's been interesting how often um, somebody would say, do you want a sip of this? Do you want to try some of this? And just like a fruit juice or something like that, that's so high full of sugar. I've just, it was super easy to just avoid that and not have that into my system. So that's a suggestion. Uh, Move your body every day. 
So this doesn't have to be a 45 minute workout or even a 20 minute workout, but maybe something smaller and simple. If you don't even have the habit of exercising, um, you could do something where I'm going to do so many yoga poses a day, or I'm going to just at least move my body every day. Um, a really good one with this is to at least get 6,000 steps in every day. And that one is a really good one. And that helps so much with mood and emotion, right? So they start complimenting each other's because as you are moving and doing these other things, your emotional state is better. And when your emotional state is better, you feel more inclined and motivated to do maybe some of the things on the mental list um, or anything. I mean, they really just are all complimenting each other as you start working with these things. So those are, um, those are great. And that was one of the things we had with our uh, goals last year was to get 6,000 steps in. And that was fun. And some days you got really creative and would walk around the front room, especially if the weather was bad outside. Um, but grocery stores were a great way to just park a little bit further, walk the aisles a little bit longer, just try to get in those steps. So that was kind of fun. Um, something else you could do is meal prep. So if you notice that you don't eat or you just like go throughout the day and then you just grab whatever is convenient, like, oh, if I had this prepared in the fridge, it would be easier. So like I will have one, I'll have my lunch meal prepped every day or whatever that would be for you. Um, or even challenging to eat at home. So if you eat out a lot, uh, bringing that back home, that I'm going to have dinner at home with my family, um, or we're going to eat one meal at home together every day, something like that with physical. So social, um, I like to think of it as service as well, of how can I make the world a better place, right? How am I a force for good and force for change and all those beautiful things? So this could be a way to serve of some simple things um, are picking up garbage. This one is so, so easy. There is garbage everywhere. So going on a walk and taking a little garbage sack with you or a grocery bag, right? And just being able to clean up some of the garbage around wherever you go, going um, in a parking lot, there's always garbage. So wherever you go, picking up garbage is a super easy one. Another one that you could do with service is and social is send a nice text every day. How simple is that to say like, oh, I'm going to text my grandma. I'm going to text my neighbor. And it starts having you think about somebody else, right? Of just like, oh, so-and-so is having a hard day. Or I want to say good luck. I know this person has this coming up and I want to just be aware of them. And I love that idea of that focus on somebody else. Um, you could do things like inviting people over to for a game night or dinners or things like that, where you're just starting to help the world be a little bit lighter in a brighter place. Then finally, finally, spiritually and some really simple ones, saying a prayer morning and night. If you don't pray morning and night, or if you don't even pray at all, or you're not consistent, like, Hey, I'm going to make sure I at least say one prayer a day, whatever that looked like for you. Um, reading your scriptures every day. And that could be really simple of a verse or a chapter, um, or even, a habit I have is that I will either read it or I will listen to it. And so that was really easy for me to just, if I don't have the time to sit and read my scriptures, but I can always listen to my scriptures, right? Because I can listen to it while I'm exercising. I can listen to it while I'm in the car. I can do all those types of things. So a little habit with, with that. So I watched myself grow so much last year by doing these small, simple things each day. And I loved that I had a space for grace. Um, where, and this is loosely taken from Okasaki, I think that's how you say it. And in principles, have clarity in practice, have charity. So having clarity of what it is you want to create, who it is you want to become. 
And then in that practice, have charity. Oh, I picked something way too hard. I picked something way too easy. And being willing to adjust and adapt. Also having charity of feeling really sick or feeling off or something like that and giving yourself some of those grace days. I want to help you guys create a life you really love. And I love that that then boils over to your children of showing them how to create a life that they really love. So many people with homeschool is that they want their kids to have joy. They want their kids to truly experience life and to experience all the things that life has to offer them. So what a more beautiful way to really teach that to them by showing them how. This is how you have an extraordinary life. This is how you have joy. And like, and now I'm going to teach you too. So it's so interesting to do something and then turn around and then teach it to somebody else. And you become so great at it by doing that. Because if I told my kids, let's tell, say that one of them got a violin and I have no idea how to play a violin, then I am not really great at teaching them how to play a violin. But if I pick an instrument like the piano or the ukulele that I know at least the basics, I can then teach them and I can play with them and I can show them how to do it. So doing the same thing with our life. Here's how you have joy. Here's how you create wealth. Here is how you manage your time and your house. Here is whatever it is. Oh, I just thought of that with mental too. You could do something with scheduling. Um, you, um, in uh, Mama's Members, you talk about power hour and how to get everything done in the week and having your own hobbies and interests and things like that, right? So I want you to not only create an amazing life for yourself, but then show your children how to create an amazing life for them as well. Um, and I want to help you through it. That's my favorite thing to do is I have been blessed immensely to um, be able to learn how to really connect with my kids and to teach them. And I love now that I get to turn around and show you how to do the same thing. So I would love to have you join Mama's members and we'll be going over this together. Uh, it'll be great to have team support. So if you get stuck in an area, then you can get coached on it. Um, and also it's so fun to do it with other people, just like we had with the No Yield November challenge, some fun things like that. As always, I love you guys so very much, and I will talk to you next week. Have an amazing, amazing day. Bye. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.